I've had friends tell me it's the man. When you meet the right man, he can change your mind or you'll love him so much that you'll want to make a baby with him. And I'm like, no, this has nothing to do with the man. Hi, I'm Anna Olson, and you're listening to We're Not Kidding, a podcast devoted to sharing stories surrounding the child-free life. As a life coach, I'm passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered in their choice not to have children. And I believe that by sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. All right. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I am really excited for today's guest. Um, Today, we are speaking with Morelli, who is a friend, a podcaster, and um, a Wink Club community member. That's how we got to know each other. And no, that's not true. We knew each other on Instagram before that, but we've gotten to chat more since then. So welcome, Morelli. It's so awesome to have you here. Thanks for being on the podcast. Welcome. So to start, can you uh, tell us all a little bit about yourself? Okay, sure. So my name is Morelli Robinson. Uh, I'm 41 years old. I'm originally from Georgetown, Guyana, but I came to the States when I was five years old. So I've been here for quite some time now. I grew up here basically. So this is all I know. I am an only child for my mom. My dad has other children, so I do have step siblings, but I grew up as an only child. So, um, yeah, I just, it's just been me and I I am not married. I was married, but I got divorced in 2017, I believe it was. So now I'm just in a committed relationship that I've been in for five years. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that bit of backstory. And so another thing about you is that you're child-free. So how did you come to the decision to be child-free and what prompted that for you? Let's see. I would say what prompted my decision is not really having the desire to want to be a mother. And also mainly, well, I, I wouldn't say so much be a mother, mainly the desire to be pregnant and give birth. Because for some reason, I find that to be traumatizing or can be traumatizing. Um, I've heard many stories about where it was and where it wasn't. So it seems to vary from woman to woman. But just for me, because I know how I'm built, not just because I'm a woman means I can do it, but because I know how I am as far as anxiety, my nervous system, my tolerance of pain, I just feel like it's not something for me personally. So it's not something I want so badly that I'm willing to experience the pain, the pregnancy, and the whole experience that you have to go through. I feel like it's too much for me. So... I just always felt like from that, it's not something that I want or desire. Now, apart from that, being a mother, I don't necessarily believe I have an issue with being a mom because I can be a mom through adoption mm-hmm. or even surrogacy if you know if needed. But it's just the pregnancy and childbirth process that I don't want to go through. Like I want to avoid that at all costs because it just looks like way too much um, on my mental, on my body. Just as yeah. me, just on me as a person. So I feel like that's how I came to the decision. And um, I did used to look at a baby story a long, long time ago. It used to come on TLC. I probably shouldn't have been looking at that. But <laughs> they would show, they would show the pregnant, I mean, the giving birth. And it just looked traumatizing to me. And I'm like, why would you? Well, I guess if you really want it, you would go through it. But I thought to myself, if I have the choice and the free will to not endure that, I would choose not to. So mm. 
my decision. Yeah. Yeah. So about what point in your life did it sort of become that concrete decision to not go through with pregnancy or anything like that? I'm trying to think. I would say about maybe 19 or 20. Okay. I'm not sure about 18. 18, I think I was still up and down back and forth, but Mm -hmm. 1920, I believe that's when I decided that um, it's just not for me. Childbirth and pregnancy is not for me. Right. Okay. Yeah. And has there ever been a point in your life where you did want kids? I don't recall ever feeling that way. Um, I have been in relationships though, where it was presented to me. I was asked the question, you know, do you want kids? Will you ever have a child? Or how do you feel about being a mom? And I would always say it's not a high desire of mine. Like it's not a priority for me, like it is for some women. So I can't say that I have. I will share though, which I was hesitant about sharing, but I'll share anyway. Um, I did find a poem I wrote a long time ago. I don't remember the date, but it had to be old just by the writing because I used to write differently when I was younger, um, where I wrote about having a baby or Mm. I think it was a poem to my baby or something like that. And I was kind of shocked because I was like, when did I write this? And why would I write this? And I don't want kids. So I believe I was probably in the mindset of, I don't mind being a mother, but I just want to skip the whole pregnancy and birthing process. So I think that's what it was because I've always been, I guess, in the space of not wanting to give birth. Okay. Yeah. Has there ever been any like moments of doubt since making the decision? No, no doubt. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm certain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And how have, how have family, friends, how have people in your life responded to your decision not to have kids? Uh, I would say fairly well. My mother at first wasn't very accepting, especially when I first got married. Um, I was in my 20s at that time, way younger than I am now. So I guess she felt like there was still hope. So she used to not necessarily pressure me, but she just used to always ask me if I was sure that's what I wanted. She felt like I was still young. Oh, you'll change your mind. Uh-huh. You don't know what you want. <laughs> annoying. And, um, you know, she would always show me baby clothes. We couldn't go into Target without her looking at baby clothes and showing oh. it and things like that, which is cute, but it still didn't give me that. Oh, well, maybe I do want a baby. No, I don't want, I don't want to have a baby. Not from me anyway. So it's just. It was just that um, friends were were more supportive. I did have some friends that would say the same thing my mom would say. Oh, you'll change your mind. You haven't met the right man yet. Um, I've had friends tell me it's the man. When you meet the right man, he can change your mind or you'll love him so much that you'll want to make a baby with him. And I'm like, no, this has nothing to do with the man. <laughs> it's just my decision because I'll still have to get pregnant regardless of the man. And that's what I don't want. So I would get that. Um, but as I got older, I think um, my friends became more ex- accepting of it. And they were just like, she's just not going to have kids. Morelli doesn't want kids. Well, not vaginally anyway, or giving birth. She's just not going to. So we need to just accept it and leave it at that. And so far, that's how it's been. My current relationship, I would say he is uncertain. Mm-hmm. Um, his reaction to it I don't know. I can't say it's fully supportive. Um, I feel he could be more supportive, but I think because he's not even sure if he wants kids or not, um, he can't really be fully supportive because he goes back and forth. 
about sure. it, but I know that he's he's not as certain in his decision as I am. So yeah. Yeah, no, I think that that makes sense that if he hasn't quite made up his mind himself, I can see how that could get in the way of of being completely on board or supportive. Yeah, how is the, how have you navigated this decision, you know, with a partner who's not necessarily completely on board or is this something that came up in any of your past relationships? Um, I would say past relationships, yes, uh, being that I was married, but my ex-husband did not want kids. Okay. Which I thought was great. That's why we got married. Yeah. Um, because if he did, then I would be like, no. <laughs> um, so he he did not want kids when we got married, and that was a good thing. So I was able to move forward with our relationship as far as marriage. And it did stay that way throughout the marriage. He didn't um change his mind or alter his decision, which was good. Presently, I would say it's been a little difficult only because there are times where I feel not that something is wrong with me, but I'll just feel extremely different and I'll feel like an outcast. Like I'm not, I'm not the norm or I'm not what I won't say most men, but I'm not what he may want. Cause sometimes I'll feel like he needs to be with a woman that is willing to have his children mm. the traditional way, you know, if you can call it that. Whereas being with someone like me that doesn't want to give birth or be pregnant. So I would battle with that sometimes. And just feeling like, I don't know, I'm just different. You know, like, not that you don't belong, but you're, but just that you're different. And you should be over here with this group of people versus over here. That will kind of feel like that, which isn't the best feeling. Sometimes I feel like I'm not good enough, although I know I am, but not good enough for him because he wants children. But then again, I would be like, but he's not sure. So it gets kind of confusing in my mind because it's like, I would prefer if he knew for sure, definitely, this is what I want. Like, if he was definitely sure I want kids, then I can know better how to navigate the situation. But because he's so uncertain, it leaves me feeling like I'm entangled, I guess, going back and forth with my feelings versus what he may be feeling. So it makes it hard. Yeah. But I do have faith, though. And I do have hope that there are men that don't want kids. Yeah, it sounds like um, you're in this sort of limbo because, you know, of course, there's more, you, you know, your relationship revolves around so many facets and there's so much more than this question of kids or not. That's just like one component of making you compatible. And so, of course, you know, if he's not sure, I can see you wouldn't want to give up on the rest of it in case he gets to a point of, of knowing that he doesn't want kids. So I can see how that's such a place of limbo. And I think sometimes limbo is like the hardest because like you said, if you knew if he, you know, for sure wanted kids, well, then you'd have a clear path forward. You'd know how to respond to that. But it's this sort of indecision that makes it really hard. Definitely. And, you know, with what you were saying earlier, too, of just sort of feeling like you're not normal or like you don't fit in and I just completely identify with those feelings too of I used to feel like there was something wrong with me like I wasn't the quote unquote normal woman because I didn't want mm -hmm. I didn't have that desire to have a baby and I don't feel drawn to babies the way some women are and um and I think that's why it's so important that like people like yourself and 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 myself and anyone who feels this way like speaks up because I think it is more 
common than we might realize. And yeah, the more people who share their feelings will realize there's more of us out there than we thought. So I just want to say, yeah, thank you for being brave to share your story and your, your feelings, because I think that that empowers others too. Yes. You're welcome. So, you know, in thinking of your experience, who you are and knowing that like, okay, it's not completely the idea of a mother that you don't like being, being Mm -hmm. a mother that you're not drawn to. It's the childbirth and pregnancy and and that part of it. Um, So I'm curious, like, what does the word nurturing mean to you? Okay. When I think of nurturing, so many things come to mind, Um, but I would say kind, loving, caring, empathetic, understanding. Um, I would say peaceful, a calm demeanor and uh, compassionate. And I also feel like having those characteristics or being nurturing doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a mother or I don't feel like you can only use um, your nurturing characteristics or abilities in mothering or being a mom I feel like there's so many other areas you can use that in which I have so I hear people say and I've heard people tell me oh but you're so caring and loving how could you not want to be a mother right it's like oh gosh I mean I appreciate the compliment but it's like I feel like they're saying that's the only place you can use those characteristics and it's not you can use it in so many other ways so yes I would say that's what being nurturing means to me and you can be nurturing and not be a mom you can be passionate about being nurturing and just you know never be a mother or give birth it doesn't change the fact that you're still nurturing so right yeah nurturing isn't only reserved for those who are mothers Um, right exactly and so how what are ways that you are nurturing in your life like or like towards whom, since it's not children, do you feel Mm -hmm. like there are others that you nurture or things that you nurture? Yeah, I would say the line of work that I do, um, I'm a homeless domestic violence specialist. So um, I feel like I show my nurturing characteristics in that job by being empathetic, compassionate, and caring towards people that call in on the hotline. Yeah. Uh, Also, when I was doing the suicide hotline, I used nurturing Uh, characteristics there as well. And also um, being an advocate for uh, sexually assaulted women, you have to be nurturing in that area as well, which I've done because um, those women are majority of the time alone and they have no one um, to be there for emotional support. So that's where we come in. Mm -hmm. So I've used it in those um, aspects. So yeah, I would say those are the areas I've I've used it. Also, my fur baby also. Oh yeah. What's your, I have a your fur baby? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, his name is Noah. I've used it there. And also just in relationships, friendships, yeah. um, with my mom and in my relationship now. Um, I've been nurturing towards him if he needs something or he's not feeling well or needs someone to talk to or just a safe place. I've been that. So yeah, those are all yeah. the other areas I use it. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you sharing those examples. Cause I think it's, it's important to show and all the ways that being nurturing can play out. And also thank you for the work that you do. That is like really, really important work. And also, I mean, it's very important and also very hard, like emotionally. Um, but thank you. So yeah, I just want to say that it's really incredible the work that you do. Thank you. 
Yeah. So we have got to talk about the fact that you also have a podcast called Beauty with a Cause Mentally Aspiring Podcast. When did you start this and what was your inspiration in doing so? Uh, I started it in 2019, I think it was. Yes, right before the pandemic started. I believe it was 2019. And my inspiration was initially trying to show a compassionate nature towards people in the world. And then it leaned more towards mental health and mental care because I'm um, very passionate about that. I feel like it's, I don't know, not supported and talked about enough. I mean, now more so than before, but initially it wasn't really, I don't know, celebrated, I guess, or talked about a lot. There was a lot of stigma around it, Mm -hmm. but I'm very passionate about it. So it changed into more mental, um, aspiring as the podcast is called, versus just compassion. Although I still talk about being compassionate and kind to other people, it's more so based on mental health and mental care. And I just talk about, I guess, ways to better your mental health and how important it is to seek therapy if that's what you want. And just, I talk about my own life. Um, I tend to be very transparent on the podcast because I want to help people. I want to reach people so they know they're not alone. And I just, I don't know, I feel like I do better in life when I have a good support system and I'm reaching out to people because, you know, I care and I want them to know that there is someone that cares. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's really beautiful. And I'm curious, like through your work and through the podcast, it's evident how important to you, like people's well-being is and their mental well-being, emotional, physical well-being. I'm curious, are there any like core messages or things that you hope people know or can take away from um, the podcast that you put out there or yeah, does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. Um, I would say what I would like people to know is stay true to yourself. If you, if you are a woman that does not want kids or you have no desire to have kids or give birth or whatever it is, stay true to that. And I believe that you shouldn't alter yourself or change who you are just for the sake of someone else, um, especially if majority of that change is going to fall on you, especially giving birth. So I would just encourage women to stick to their choice if that is what they really want to do and not allow anyone else, whether it be a man, a family member, a friend, to change your mind if it's not what you really want, because you're the one that's going to have to deal with the child. I mean, not alone, but still <laughs> you have to carry the child for nine months, give birth and go through all of that. So it has to be something you really want. You have to be certain that it's what you want and not just for the sake of someone else. So I would say stay true to yourself and what it is that you want. Um, love yourself, keep loving yourself, learn to love yourself. And it's okay to put you, put you first. Um, it's not selfish. It's actually healthy to do that. So I would say that's what I would like to leave with the people or women specifically. And from the podcast, I would say, I just want people to get um, encouragement, support, just know they're not alone and that they can reach out to me whenever they need someone to talk to. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Well, 
Morelli, it is, has been such an honor and pleasure to speak with you today, to have you on the podcast. And thank you again for the work that you do and, and the, the messages that you put out into the world through your work, through your podcast, um, through coming on this podcast. Uh, I really appreciate it. And, and thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so if people want to connect with you after hearing this episode and also check out your podcast, how can they do so? Okay, well, the podcast is on Apple Podcasts. It is on Spotify um, and Anchor, but I'll just say mostly Spotify and Apple Podcasts because everybody may not be familiar with Anchor. And then also I'm on Instagram. Uh, My name there is wise underscore girl underscore dear underscore heart. So I can be found there and that's pretty much it. So yeah, just Instagram. Awesome. So I will be sure to put your Instagram handle and link in the show notes, along with a link to your podcast. So people can find you, um, in both places and yeah, thanks again. It was such a treat to have you on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And thank you for having me. All right. We'll catch you next time. Hey, don't go yet. I have something really exciting to share with you. I created a community for child-free people. That's right, a place for us all to hang out, get to know each other, and become friends. So if you could use some more child-free friends in your life, please come hang out with us. It's like we have our own private social media network. Inside the club, we have weekly virtual meetups via Zoom. We have a community feed with ongoing posts and discussions so we can continue our friendship outside of our virtual meetups. And down the road, we're going to have in-person meetups and take these relationships offline and in-person. So if you want in, head to wnk-club.com. That's wnk, as in we're not kidding, dash c-l-u-b dot com. I can't wait to see you in the club.